This video is sponsored by Skillshare, which is an online learning community where millions come together to take the next step in their creative journey. There are thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people on topics including film and video, graphic design, web development, animation, productivity, and more. You can explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity. One class that caught my eye is Finding Your Style, Five Exercises to Unlock Your Creative Identity by Andy J. Pisa. Andy's class delves into the creative process of content creation and how to unlock your own unique artistic identity and potential. Of the exercises, I most enjoyed the creative patterns exercise as it helped me reflect on what influences the way I create, what's important to me when creating, and what messages I want to send to my audience. Andy's class would be perfect for aspiring creators, artists, and anyone interested in art and filmmaking as a whole, whether that be in the form of YouTube videos or larger projects. Skillshare is curated specifically for learning, meaning there are no ads and they're always launching new premium classes so you can stay focused and follow wherever your creativity takes you. The first thousand of my subscribers to click the link in the description will get a free trial of premium membership so you can explore your creativity. Thank you Skillshare for sponsoring this video. Hot Tub streams now an official category on Twitch. Did you guys see that development? Apparently Twitch is going to be releasing the uh, hot tub beaches and what is it? Pools stream uh, section or something. Again, showing that uh, if Twitch was losing money, more money than it was gaining from these hot tub streams, uh, obviously it would strike them down. But they're probably looking at their balance sheet and going, oh, it's quite a bit of money that we're receiving right there. Um, maybe we should keep this around. <laughs> the new change to Chaos Mod. The latest episode of Cass, uh, Cassus? Case, cases? <laughs> latest episode of Chaos went up. And, uh, while it got a few complaints that the game now wipes effects if they fail you three times, there weren't that many complaints. I mean, let's be real, like, sitting there waiting for the game to fail 14 times for an effect to end was just boring. It was. Um, as fun as it, and funny it might be to, to see suffering or whatever, I don't think that was a good part of it. Like, three fails consecutively in a row really fast, I think is enough to get the point, you know? My Masks World Record, now YouTube viral. In 100% World Record, you said the third way is my favorite mission, is that still the case? Yeah, that or Masks. It's funny, my Masks World Record, is starting to be recommended by YouTube. It's currently sitting at like 80,000 views or something. And people are like typing like, wow, this is amazing. For those who don't know, like, was it 2016? It, I think it's the oldest video still on my channel. It wasn't the first video I ever made, but it's the oldest one I kept up. And how I did it is I um, looked at the world record and it was three seconds. And I'm like, I can beat this. And for like an hour, I just, started mass over and over and over and over and over again back to back to back and it like it just requires like the most immediately precise inputs you can imagine to make this possible to get two seconds but i got it it is it is an unbeatable world record you can only tie it like i got three seconds like dozens upon dozens of times i got two seconds once like i probably got it by like a frame why is speedrunning a sausage fest why is the GTA speedrunning community such a sausage fest? I mean, in general, speedrunning is a male-dominated thing. 
It can speculate why, but it in general mirrors the um, the tendencies of the wider gaming ecosystem, I suppose. It's not as though there isn't a lot of uh, women gamers out there. It's just a, the game's dominated by um, one group over the other. Some games are less speedrunnable than others. And certainly, when a game... Uh, category or speedrun or whatever is already dominated by guys often um it probably seems less uh, open or, or less uh, comfortable for women to join such a thing anyway yeah it's speculate all day but it doesn't really matter does it things are as they are i mean like take gta 5 i mean um my audience is only like five percent women so the odds of it being different for the speedrunners obviously non-existent I'm not really drinking anymore. My favorite alcohol, honestly, I'm not so much into alcohol as I used to be. As I've gotten on in years, it's more of a surprise to me all the time that there are people who drink every day to get by. But uh, I guess just, you know, you get addicted or whatever, or it's a, it's a habit as well. Like I used to be able to drink a lot more bourbon than I uh, do today. It's gonna be interesting when I um, go out to drink again at some event or whatever to see how much I can hold my liquor. I might just uh, really try and pace myself. The quirky controls of GTA 5. This mission's hardest fucking console. Most people prefer to use controller here. I'm the weirdo using keyboard and mouse. I remember Pelly in, in the collab thing was asking like, how the hell do you fly with keyboard and mouse? And uh, I'm just like, I don't. <laughs> there are just some things in the game uh, I mean, I would say in every game, there are some things that are better with keyboard and mouse and some things that are better with our controller. Certainly, some of it is just personal preference, but just on the whole, there are certain things that are, in general, easier. And it's a, a great thing about this game that you can, um, you can alternate between keyboard and mouse and, uh, and controller so seamlessly. There was actually a debate recently about how much we want to allow people to remap buttons in the game. Because the button remapping that the game allows isn't complete. In that, like, let's say on controller, uh, you want to move your power button. You can't. Power for the controller is 100% pressing in both the uh, sticks. And that is a terrible way to activate the power. So if you're using keyboard and mouse, you're only pressing one button to activate power. And that's a lot easier compared to the controller where you have to activate two. And... We've already allowed people to uh, rebind certain keys to get around some stupid shit in Rockstar's code that just made the game, made the controls more difficult to use. And so the decision was made like, if, if you want to use a program to remap your controller to, to do something the game already allows, but just not on a certain button, you're able to. You know, if you want to press a, the A button to use your power, fucking go for it. It just seemed like a, a dumb thing to uh, prevent people from doing. Because at that point, it's not changing the game necessarily, it's changing the controller that you're interfacing the game with. Um, I do all flying with controller. And the thing is, uh, so I use controller for biking, parachuting, and flying. But none of the those things that I do in single player require me to use weapons while doing so. So I never use weapons while on a bike 
I never use weapons while I'm flying. So when I do things for online that require me to both use a bike and do something with weapons, or both fly and do something with weapons, I get fucking confused every time. As a matter of fact, in the collab that's coming up, there's a time where I lose, partly because I have no fucking idea how to throw C4 while I'm on a bike. <laughs> I run into fences, I'm like, I, I, I know I can destroy these fences, but I don't know how. <laughs> Which controller did I use? Doesn't matter, it's garbage. Killing 31,000 people is the same as planting 20 million trees. Killing 31,000 people saves the same amount of oxygen as planting 20 million trees? What? Why did someone calculate that? Was it just like some government official? Like, look, I'm not saying that we should, but I just think we should determine how many people we would need to kill to uh, not have to plant 20 million trees. Yeah, but why, why do you want to know the information? No, no reason, I just think it'd be useful information to know. Like just, you know, I'm, I'm not saying we should assess it as a realistic option, but just to just have it there. <laughs> it reminds me of a skit from um, Mitchell and Webb, if you've ever seen that show. You're gonna mention that sketch? What was, what was the actual focus of the sketch though? What were they trying to achieve and what was the terrible thing they were talking about? It's a great show, that. He's really good with numbers. He should go on number wang. Another thing that people, if you haven't seen that show, will not understand that. Great British comedy. That's number wang. That is also somehow number wang. Extreme negative feedback is your favorite sketch from them. Can't recall that one. They were investigating ways to save the economy, and one of the options they were investigating was killing off all the poor people. Oh, I see. Okay. Do I drink coffee? Have you ever had Farmer's Union iced coffee? Uh, no. But I have never had iced coffee. My knowledge, anyway. Maybe someone breaks into my house every night and feeds me iced coffee while I'm asleep? It's possible. It's not likely. Random person in chat just starts to sweat. How does he suspect? Do I drink coffee? Nah, I'm not a coffee fan. There was a time or two I've, uh... I had coffee trying to stop drinking soft drink or something, but it's nah. I prefer things that are cold, and uh, preparation time for coffee is not great. Preparation time for anything isn't great. Bitcoin, gambling for the wealthy or everyday person? Have I invested in any crypto? No. I'm generally skeptical of the entire market. Certainly, um, it's a little bit tempting to invest in Bitcoin when it hits 20k. I mean, goes down to 20k, but uh, more than likely I'll just forget about it and not do it. Crypto gambling for wealthy people? I disagree. Crypto, I think, is gambling for people who are poor as, uh, like, people hear the stories about X person putting a bit of money in crypto and then getting 4,000% returns and becoming a millionaire and stuff. A lot of people who look at the current systems, the current financial institutions, the stock market and stuff is like a rigged game for rich people. And they're like, look, this new thing, crypto, man, it's for the average Joe, and they put their money into it. Oh, obviously, there are a lot of rich people who own a substantial amount of different coins and effectively control the market and can crash it if they really wanted to. But um, there's definitely a lot of poor investors trying to make something of their lives, and uh, I'm pessimistic about their chances. Now, wealthy people do give a crap about crypto. There's been a lot of stuff um, in regards to bigger institutions uh, buying positions in it and blah, 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 blah. But I don't follow it enough to be specific. How does Mr. Beast Burger work? Thoughts on Mr. Beast Burger? Mr. Beast Burger, more like Mr. Best Burger. 
I've never, I've never had it. It's not a my country, dude. The video by MatPat on it is really good. Where apparently a bunch of uh, these celebrities, uh, they basically just hire a company to organize... How do you explain it? It's like a bunch of already existent restaurants fulfill orders done on the app. So you have the Mr. Beast Burger app, and there are no actual Mr. Beast Burger restaurants. There are just a bunch of already existent restaurants that uh, will make the food that is on that menu. And yeah, so that's that's the thing. And apparently a, a bunch of celebrities have done this. Will no damage ever be an official speedrun? Do you think Oko will become an official speedrun someday? I fucking hope not. Like, so to explain that, like the concept of no damage is just so against the philosophy of what speedrunning is. I mean, as a meme category, sure, fine, but taking damage in a intentional targeted way to save time is like a significant portion of what speedrunning is. Like damage boosting is a fundamental part of many speedruns. And just removing that arbitrarily, like I don't think it changes the game enough for it to be worth it being a speedrun. Of all the ideas for extra categories, I think that one makes the most sense though, because it is something you can do and you could hypothetically race in, but it would ultimately then just become down, like it would be a race to the bottom in the, effect, uh, in, in the way of, um, you would just be effectively trying to recreate the original speedrun as much as possible. And to do that, you would have to take certain amounts of risk and the more risks you take, the more likely you are to save time. Yeah, it, it just would be a pain. So the, the differences between the original speedrun and one-hit KO would be as small as possible. A hypothetical best no-damage-run speedrun would just be the original speedrun without damage. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense to do it, I just don't find the appeal much, you know? More than anything, this was just a problem-solving exercise. Did my good memory help at university? My memory is good, I must have been good at school. If you mean university, the main thing that got me through university was that I'm very good at writing. Give me a little bit of uh, info and uh, or give me a topic and I can write you a nice essay on it. When it came to the tests, I did okay. Like often I would walk into the exams knowing that I had effectively already passed the course, whatever. Because <laughs> I got high grades on the um, essay. I say, well, as long as I get 50% in this, I get like 75% of the entire course. That's a fucking, no. Um, I, I, I would study for tests too, but I don't consider my memory to be better than the average person's. It's just, with speedruns in general, it isn't as though you're memorizing every single part of the run and thinking about it all at the same time. You just kind of memorize what thing leads into the next thing. It's like, well, I'm about to end here. So the next thing is getting into a taxi. The next thing is, and so on, like, you know. When you only know one path, eventually you just naturally do that path because you've practiced it enough. Well, you studied uni? Psychology. I did all my electives in criminology for reasons I can't really remember. What my views on Twitch growth were in 2017. Hi, Dark Viper. It's hard to get viewers when streaming. I only get one viewer on my streams. I've, I've made the, the point many times. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's hard getting noticed at the very beginning. I've said before, man, if I didn't start speedrunning GTA 5, I probably would never got any viewers. Most people, Wolfman, have success streaming one particular game and building an audience around it. 
It's, uh, it's then hard to move from that game to other stuff. But it's the easiest way to, uh, or an easier way to develop viewers. Right? Because every time you change game, even the followers that you have are not necessarily going to like whatever you're now streaming. Um, being a variety streamer is very, very hard. Like, if you're a variety streamer playing a bunch of random games, you are one of 10,000... No, more than that. You're probably one... You're one of a million people streaming on Twitch that do the exact same thing. I mean, yesterday... I, no, day before. I, I was streaming GTA 5 100%. I had, what, 280 view, viewers at maximum. What, how many do I have now? Like, at, at most, it'll say I have 30 or something, right? So, um... Str streaming is, is hard. I mean... If, if you want to grow and, and succeed and stuff, like right now, you could probably tell I'm, I'm, I'm just playing the game. I'm not really engaging with the audience and stuff, you know, it's like, I said before, if, if it wasn't for speedrunning, I wouldn't have any viewers. Not because I think some of my viewers don't like me despite the speedrunning, it's just I don't think anyone would have found me, you know. It's, it's like when, when Rand told me that, uh... She only found my stream because it, it she so ran found my stream through speedrun.com. She went there to see the person of the world record in in GTA 5 and it just so happened that that was the one week that I had the I'd taken the world record away from uh Torx. It might have been so that uh uh if I didn't have world record that day, I I never would have known Ran. So that's why I was so well one of the reasons why I was so you know, I kept grinding classic percent even though I, I could have moved to 100% earlier, you know. It's, it's why I still look for uh, even small ways to get a little bit more notoriety. But everyone needs a break, you know. I spend most days worrying about nothing more than how entertaining my stream is. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.